This is News Talk. So obviously mortgage rates increasing because of uh, ECB decisions and whatever and we are being told that we should shop around, consider switching mortgage, don't mind the hassle. Well the front of the Irish Independent today says thousands of homeowners face being caught by the wave of rising interest rates because the banks are too slow to process their mortgage switching applications and the Indo says that the central bank has no plans to take banks to task even though delays are a breach of its consumer code. So if you're looking to switch mortgage, you work the phones, you decide, yes, I'll go with this particular provider. On average, it's now taking up to four months to complete a switch, which would mean that for those four months, you're going to have to pay the higher interest rate with your existing mortgage provider. And apparently the reason for all this is there's a backlog of borrowers rushing to move to lower cost providers ahead of mortgage rate rises. And as Charlie Weston reports, any delay will leave borrowers at a high risk of missing out on the interest rates currently on offer. The Irish Times looks at the pensions pot rather lack of pensions pot really because it seems in this country we're now taking pensions out of a sort of a current account because we raided the pension fund back in the day and the story in the Irish Times is that ministers have been warned that the state's pension pot is going to be hit with growing deficits in the years to come despite an expected multi-billion euro surplus this year. A private paper given to the cabinet shows indications from a review of the social insurance fund where we get the money for the state pension. That review shows that the current surplus is going to be eroded due to demographic pressures on the system. I'm not sure that will come as a surprise to many people given our ageing population as well. The Cabinet was told that with the number of working age people whose contributions finance state pension payments dwindling, the fund would experience significant deficits in the years ahead. Irish Examiner looks at uh, farmers and it says farmers are going to be included in a new energy support scheme for all businesses which will be announced on Budget Day. We still don't have the details of this. Apparently it's still being hammered out because there's significant wrangling, it says in the Examiner, between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael on the issue and whether or not you include agriculture in this energy support scheme, which would involve farming families getting a rebate for their household bills as well. And it's understood the scheme could set specific payments to enterprise and agriculture by comparing the amount paid on energy bills during a set period last year with the prices now being charged. A number of the papers go with the arrest of a woman yesterday. Um, Irish Diddy Mirror, woman arrested over kids' fire deaths, Irish Daily Mail deaths of children, woman is arrested, the Irish Sun woman quizzed on blaze deaths and the Irish Daily Star woman held in fireball tots quiz. This is the news that a woman uh, is in, in her 40s has been arrested following the deaths of a young brother and sister in a car blaze in Westmeath and uh, there'll be an update on that story I'm sure later today or tomorrow uh, once a decision is made whether they either charge the woman or release her uh, without charge and a file being sent to the DPP. Now, inside the Star this morning, obviously a lot of the papers cover Vladimir Putin's latest address and what many people say as an escalation of his war in Ukraine. But in the Star, we have uh, yet a further call from a Fine Gael TD for the Russian ambassador to Ireland 
to be booted out. And this time it's still Neil Richmond who has been outspoken on the issue in the past, but now he's suggesting that as well as booting the Russian ambassador out of Ireland, Ukrainian refugees should be housed in the Russian embassy. And Neil Richmond says that in light of Vladimir Putin's latest comments, his ambassador should be expelled from this country, the embassy could be seized and used to accommodate Ukrainian refugees fleeing Russia's continuing attacks on Ukraine. You can read more in that exclusive interview in The Star with Neil Richmond. The Irish Independent this morning has a statement from one of the Gardaí whose car was rammed in uh, Cherry Orchard earlier this week and one of the Gardaí involved has said it was daunting to see a mob baying for our car to be rammed. It turns out that the two Gardaí who were in the car were female officers responding to reports of dangerous driving in Cherry Orchard when their car was rammed twice by a stolen car. One of the Gardaí in the patrol car has now issued a statement saying, I'm alive. That's the main thing, but it was so daunting. Uh, You may have heard the drama about the Taoiseach's flight to New York last night. So obviously the Taoiseach is in New York. The Foreign Affairs Minister is in New York for the UN General Assembly and the UN Security Council meeting but the drama is that the Taoiseach uh, has paid tribute, this is in the examiner, the Taoiseach has paid tribute to the Aer Lingus captain and staff for successfully landing his plane back in Dublin after a bird strike caused engine trouble and one of the benefits of having journalists on the same flight as the Taoiseach is that they're able to give you all the detail involved because the journalists were also on the plane so they too had to be turned around and the Taoiseach said that he's perfectly fine after the bird strike forced his plane to turn back en route to New York less than an hour into the flight. The Taoiseach said it was important that safety was the primary concern of the captain and the team. So the flight, Flight 107, between Dublin and New York was about 40 minutes into the flight. It had risen to over 12,000 feet when Captain Carl Quinn informed passengers that they needed to go back to Dublin Airport. So that's the drama there from the Taoiseach's flight back to Dublin and on another plane over to New York. Staying with politics, you may or may not have heard history was made in Leinster House yesterday as Claire TD Violet Ann Quinn brought her child into the chamber. This is baby Collins Montaigne became what Count Corla Shona Farrell called the first actual baby to enter the chamber during a sitting. The TD Ms Wynne an independent TD for Claire returned to the Dáil last week after maternity leave and she told the Irish Examiner she was proud to have paved the way for mothers to feel comfortable with their children in the chamber in future what did baby Collins make of it though? Apparently the uh, seven-month-old was tired but not phased by being in Leinster House. Final story for you comes from the Telegraph. Obviously not as much royal coverage in the papers now that the Queen's funeral has taken place but the focus turns to King Charles's coronation and what he's going to do. The last coronation all the way back, was it in the 50s? Um, was a big, big, big event. It looks like, according to the Telegraph, that King Charles is planning a low-key coronation. And not just a low-key coronation, but a low-carbon coronation, because it looks like he's going to tell world leaders and Commonwealth leaders that they don't need to go to it 
in order to cut emissions and the number obviously of flights jetting in to London. One source familiar with the King's plan has told the Telegraph that Commonwealth leaders and members of foreign royal families could be invited all right but then told that their attendance would be left to their own discretion. Alternatively, heaven forbid, they might have to go on a scheduled regular flight rather than a private jet. So he doesn't want all the celebrities there, doesn't want all the big, big leaders there. He wants a low-key coronation, nothing like his mother's one. And apparently he had no say over who went to the Queen's funeral. But I think reading between the lines, you could say he wasn't overly impressed with all these world leaders jetting in on private planes into London because he... uh, he himself does fly privately a lot of the time, but he's not happy with emissions and he is very, very climate conscious, apart from when he hops on a private plane. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.